Welcome back. Hi, it's Jace Beller and Must Die. Or, as we call today's episode, uh, you have to have gold to pay for your clothes. <laughs> so, <laughs> the the three of you, we will zoom will zoom in on on you. But we start. Uh, we come back from the commercial break on a like a wide shot of the uh, the beautiful uh, the beautiful district uh, district one. Uh, we can see the um, the Trans Guild promenade running through it. We can see the the strange uh, artifice of the Chamber of the Guild Pact, but for a moment, the camera lingers on a um, an opulent structure of black marble, white stone, uh, with gold uh, covered in gargoyles, around which we can see a flittering of uh, spirits, kind of moving about their their business. Um, we we linger on the the Viscopa Bank for a moment before uh, continuing to uh, to find you. Um, and yeah, and as we, uh, as we zoom back in, we see the three of you standing out in the street, surrounded by people who are all much richer than you are, uh, here in the, uh, here in the district. And I moved, I moved everybody over to the precinct one map so you can, you can take a look at it cause it's pretty cool. Uh, you're down near the bottom in Plaza South, uh, and then, uh, up near, near the top is Orzova and the Vizcopa Bank. Ironically, you're poor in the neighborhood where the Orzov mint their coins. So oh. if you wanted to attempt a, a bank robbery of the biggest bank in Ravnica, it's just right down the street. Bring that up. <laughs> what? Why would you bring that up in front of TK? Why would, just, you, why? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> I could have planned the heist during the break. <laughs> yeah, oh, I took four That's minutes good. and 45 seconds to plan this heist. Let's go Ravnica's rob the Because you know heist. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> So, um, yeah, what do you want to do? How, how, how shy are you of, um, of making the money that you need? 30 Zeno shy. Like everything, so 100% shy. Yeah, you don't put your own money in the play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, we're not? Okay, and then uh, Winnegar puts his money back <laughs> in his pocket. Zeno's still back uh, in his Yeah, good call. Don't put your own money in the play. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning some awesome, like, awesome lines today. Okay, so how are we doing this? We panhandling? Okay, that's a no on panhandling. Rhodes uh, actually had a super great idea. Why don't you sit down and just listen to it? Yeah, we were... To... Okay, cool. You know how we were whispering to ourselves for like five minutes? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we were thinking that maybe you could... Um, here, take a seat. I yeah, think... why is everyone smiling so big? <laughs> Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that what would be incredibly helpful for the team right now would be um, if you had a conversation with drags and maybe picked up a few shifts. Wait, what? Labor? You're a team player, right? I mean... (laughs) Guys, I'm a total team player. Yeah. You love the cafe. You love it. It's your favorite place. It's your favorite. Well, yeah, but it's my favorite because I get to enjoy it. I don't, it's not my favorite because I work there, you know? It's all the cake you could eat, man. It's like, it's like telling a kid like, hey, you really like Toys R Us. Don't you want to stock shelves? (laughs) I mean, I mean, I think probably a lot of kids would be like, yeah. And then about after 10 minutes, they're like, this sucks. Work is hard. We, We only chose you because you're the person that we trust the most with this. Oh. You know that you do it without screwing it up. I mean, look at her. 
Like she's a wreck. Could you imagine her around customers? You're like so nice to people. I am I so nice to people. Trash cans. So nice. I want to roll insight. <laughs> you want to see if you want to see if you're you're getting bamboozled. Yeah, I'm definitely getting bamboozled. Yeah. <laughs> to see, but to see if Winninger notices. But you get a Winninger free is. uniform out of it. You get the uniform. It would look so bamboo. good. You have you've been working out. Uh, wait. But that's Carlos. That's not Winninger. <laughs> Winninger's been working. Out. Listen, the lines are so thin right now. <laughs> Tell the podcast what you got. Yeah, what'd you get? There? Um, I got a a six. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I'm totally down to do this, I guess. But like, what are you, what are you guys gonna be doing? Uh, working. Yeah, I'm gonna go well, to my I'm, job and 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 earn money doing that. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're doing a three way split then, right, guys? I mean, I'm technically not getting, um, what this is all one mission. This isn't like, (laughs) this is all one mission. Okay. This is, uh, it's like, it's like you're all, it's like you're all at a restaurant and now you're like, well, I didn't actually eat any of the fries that we all ordered. So (laughs) I don't want to have to pay for a third of these fries. So somebody keep the money. Then that's like saying you love the job. Wait, what? If I keep the money. Yeah, if you keep all of your share. Here, we'll all, everyone procures 10, 10 Xenos. Everyone procures 10 Xenos by the time we have to come collect, and then it's fair for everyone. Sounds like a plan. And he's like getting ready to get his outfit on. <laughs> Wait, the outfit is not here, Whitaker. Wait, what? <laughs> no, my, to work in the maid cafe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have it on underneath this. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, Good. Guys, am I the only? Am I the only one wearing it on? Am I the only one wearing underneath? So this is the part where we yeah. flash. This is the part where we flash back to like several moments from previous episodes in which there was like duress or like there was a tense moment, and there's just like a little bit of like weird lace sticking up <laughs> under Winnegar's collar or like the hem of a dress sticking on your pant leg. <laughs> Yeah, good. Good stuff. It feels good. And also, it's a secret that no one knows about, so it feels good. (laughs) (laughs) And he just shakes his head. (laughs) Good. We're learning things about these characters today. We're really delving into their deep backstories and psychological traumas. Um, Okay. So, Winnegar, you want to go back and you want to work at the cafe? Yeah, I guess so. they, they tricked me into it. So yeah, totally right. Okay. So while while Winnegar is doing that, uh, Tack and and Road, what do you what do you want to do? I go back to my actual job. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you if you want to, and we've we've sort of <laughs> talked we've talked a little bit about this. We can we can throw in because the minimum amount of time to not be adventuring is a week, and you can totally like put the the mission on hold to make some operating cash. Uh, it just means that if you do, then I get to advance my little countdown clocks for the various things that are pitted against you but uh you can do it you make some money i know how long would it take to make this amount of money though uh let's take a look yeah let's take a look at your options before you decide you gotta look at see how much money you'll make um yeah so i think uh i think if you let's see downtime 
I'm like, I'm hooked on these downtime activities things from Xanathar's now. Like ever since I, I started using them for um, Dungeons of the Mad Mage, I'm like, they're, they're perfect. They fill in a bunch of gaps in the rules, like finding information and getting money that isn't treasure. Mm. Uh, let's see. All right. So it's not carousing. Uh, I think it's just called like, it's not crime uh, or gambling or pit fighting. Let's see. Religious service, research. It's called just work. Um, yes, it is just called work. Okay, so when all else fails, an adventurer can turn to an honest trade to earn a living. Uh, you make an ability check, uh, depending on the thing that you're doing, uh, and then you generate uh, wages. So, um, let's see, a light, a comfortable. How much does the lifestyles cost? Because that's going to tell us how much money you make if you're just trying to make cash. Let's see. Uh, okay. So if you get a 10 to 14, oh, this gets your daily wage. Okay. So on a 10 to 14 on your check, you make one gold a day. So you'd make seven gold after a week, seven Xenos. If you get a 15 or better, you get double that. You get two two Xenos every uh, every day. If somehow you manage to get a twenty one or better, you get twenty five gold off the top and two two gold a day, two Xenos a day. That's so okay amazing. for working. Them, um, tips, man. What is your yeah, what is that. like what is like the best skill you have? <laughs> what is the skill with the highest bonus? Um, performance. Oh, there you go. Performance is on the list. Yeah. So. Good. Okay, you can go and perform at the maid cafe. Yeah, I'm just going to go perform my ass off for these folks. <laughs> just really give it to them. <laughs> They're going to see Winnegar in a whole new light. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's see how you do. Nice. All right, so you got a 20. Yeah. So you yeah. get uh, two Xenos a day, which means, uh, I think, I'm if I'm not mistaken, Ravnica is a seven-day... Uh, Seven day week. Um, so you get, yeah, you get uh, 14, 14 Xenos. Good work. Okay. That's what Winnegar did for the week. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm just double checking to see if it's a seven day week. Yeah, it is. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that means there's a week of, of downtime for the other characters. Uh, if there's something that you would like to be doing, uh, I know that uh, road you're gonna go and do. You, are you just gonna work too? Yeah, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna check my apartment and make sure that I haven't missed any letters from my sister because I have a very bad habit of ignoring those. Yeah, kind so of like go like find the most recent one. <laughs> Right. And actually that gives you a week to kind of like create some plausible deniability, right? Where you can say like, if you send a letter today, uh, being like, hey, just wanted to check in and like send another letter in a couple of days. In a week when you show up, you're like, oh, I couldn't stop thinking about you. Like you're, you're set up for the lie. Yeah. So yeah, I do. I do some setting up for sure. Nice. Okay. Well, she's going to think I'm dying. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, what do you? Uh, let's have you. We'll do your. We'll do your. Uh, your work role. So what? Uh, what yeah. skill does your your job require? Like, what do you? Let's, what do you use uh, for that? Let's. I think last time we did acrobatics. 
Um, and I'm feeling that. That's right. Cause your job, your job is just like doing like physical tests. Uh, yeah. the, cause you, you work in a fairly kinetic program, right? You're making <laughs> essentially like monsters and then testing them to see how they work. So yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. It's weird. All righty. Acrobatics 16. Okay. So same thing. So you're going to get a, you're going to get 14. All righty. Okay. So I wrote, and then in addition, while you're working, what, uh, like you can, you can be like kind of buttering your sister up. What's your, tell me about your plan and then I'll get you to make a roll to see how that plan goes. Um, okay. So I, I go and I read the last letter that she sent me and I've made sure that nothing important was in it. Like a, like a birthday. Yeah. 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 Okay. So here, here's what you know. Here's what you know about your sister's current situation. So she works too much. Um, she, she's, she's very much like emotionally invested in her job um, because she thinks that it's the best place to do um, the most good for Ravnica, right? She doesn't right. like working in the district that she works in because she's not actually like really busting criminals. She's just kind of keeping the peace. So she's been trying to get transferred to a, like a more dangerous uh, precinct so that she can do more good, you know, that she can like actually do something for, for these people. Um, she has, uh, some complaints about the way that the Azorius Senate seems to be shifting. Um, and, uh, you know, she thinks that people are losing sight of, of what it's really all about, right? About like justice for the people, uh, and that it's becoming something that she's, she's not disillusioned yet, but she's got that kind of hard-boiled detective thing where she's just like real cop work happens in the streets. Um, but she's also doing like pretty, she's doing pretty well. Um, there is some veiled talk of, uh, uh, of like a boyfriend. Um, but also they've been having some trouble because she works so much. So she doesn't get to see him very often. Um, and then every letter has to have some kind of perfunctory, like, are your parents still alive and like around? Yeah. Okay. So there's definitely like, I went and saw mom and dad. They miss you, you know? Uh, right. This like veiled, like, it's a shame that you decided to turn your body into a horrible mutated wasteland. Um, but like, you know, we, you can, it's not too late, right? You can come back. You just need to apologize. Was there like a big fight or did you just kind of like disappear? Like what's, what was the very, very big fight? Yeah. Okay. Very large blowout. Yeah. So, so a lot of the letters have some reference to that where she's just like, you know, I know, I know that dad said some harsh things. Um, what guild do your parents belong to? Are they both, are they both Azorius or are they in other? I think that they would be. Oh, damn. So you're just surrounded by cops all the time. Okay. Yeah. I think that they, I think that they're both Azorius now. I think probably either my mother or my father was Simic before that. Mm, Okay. So that, that parent, I, that's interesting because the, the parent that, that quit the Simic, uh, and joined the Azorius, um, would either be more or less sympathetic to you. It's either like, right. I know that, I know that these like, you know, the, the, the Simic, it offers all of this, this stuff. And, but you got to think about the long game, right? We're elves. We're going to live forever. You, you don't have to make these decisions about your body right now. It's like trying to convince an 18 year old not to get a bad tattoo. Like bad don't tattoo. go out and get yourself turned into a jellyfish, right? Wait until you're older. Cage. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, no, mom, this is who I really am inside. It's not a phase. I'm a jellyfish person, um, which is true. You are. Uh, your parents yeah. don't understand you, and that's real. But yep. 
So they, uh, yeah. Which which is your which of those parent which of your parents is the former uh, the former probably, Simic? Probably my mother. Okay, so mom used to be Simic, and is she more lenient or harsher on you because Less of it? Forgiving. Less forgiving. Okay. Yes. Okay, so probably then the letters are like, listen, I know mom said some awful things, but she doesn't mean it. Her and dad still love you. Like we really, if you could, you should come back uh, and like we can all go out for lunch together or something. You know, I'll take some time off work, which is, you know, feels like a hollow promise. But maybe if you were to say like, yeah, okay, you know what? Let's, let's do it. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's kind of where she's at. What do you do with okay. that information? Do you send her a letter and tell her? Yeah. Like, okay. I send her a letter that's kind of like, things are okay with me right now. I'm trying to make more friends. It's not going very, very well. Um, work keeps me busy too. I think that um, I might swing by soon. I've got a lot to talk about. Um, please don't tell mom. Ah, so you're going to try to get her in on this like sisterly conspiracy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. So you, you send her a couple of letters back, back and forth. Um, and, uh, let's have you make a persuade or deception check, whichever you prefer. Uh, and if you succeed, you can like bank advantage for a future role with her where when you need it in the moment, you can be like, you've, you've done some setup work essentially. Um, but if you fail, she'll, it'll just be like a normal meeting with her. The letters will have introduced the idea that you're going to come visit her, but it won't, you haven't softened her up at all. Um, so let's, what do you want to, you got a 10 deception. Okay. All right. I'll roll. Yeah. She's a yeah, ten of deception, incredibly average. She's a cop, so her her insight is pretty pretty good. I wonder if there is like a character sheet for a law mage already. Let me look. I'm so scared. oh yeah, there it is. Azorius law mage. They're so cool. Uh, all right, her perception is plus five. Um, and I'll give her disadvantage because you're her sister but she doesn't do worse than a 14. So she doesn't let on. She doesn't let on in the letters uh, to you, but we probably get a shot of her reading the letter and like looking at it kind of like, what is she up to? Like, and she's your, she's your older sister, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so you don't, Road Road doesn't see this, but we as an audience get a, a shot of her like at her desk drinking a mug of coffee that has like number one cop on the side of it. Uh, and uh, yeah, and she, she, has, she has picked up on there being something funny going on. Like, hmm, this doesn't, doesn't seem right. But I, she's an investigator, so you put a mystery in front of her and she's going to have to look into it. So yeah, she's like, yeah, mm. I knew I would at least do that. Okay. So. so she's suspicious, but suspicious is the cousin of interested. So, yes. okay. All right. Excellent. Uh, and during this period, while uh, Road and, uh, and Winnegar are uh, working tack, what are you going to get up to? 
can't do crime because I have no money to invest in that. Unfortunately. Yes, that's true. That's true. Do you also want to just work? Because you do have a job. You belong to the the Golgari swarm. You can go and process <laughs> no. corpses. Uh, fine. I guess I'll go to work. Like how Tack only like stabbing and chopping things when they're alive. Uh, well, that's the whole point. It's like a transition period. Where you <laughs> see, like the life failed from it. Never mind. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> it's very, yeah, very, yeah. it's very important for the Golgari that we make this clear that they don't murder people. They just do things with corpses. <laughs> <laughs> right it's they're already dead okay um like that yeah. yeah i guess I'll, I'll go to work mom <laughs> right well and so again like the the fringe benefit of this because you are people who have connections in the world it's not just like you go and work alone like winnegar improves uh his relationship with uh with um uh, dregs right like dregs thinks that you all just use his his business like his job is to maintain the business and you're just making his job harder but winnegar spending a week working there uh is is good like dregs likes you better now winnegar than than he did before you're now you're yeah. now dregs's favorite even by a and slim I, margin right yeah and i even like know like all the shorthand orders and stuff like yeah. that <laughs> oh yeah like table, table two needs a uh, table two needs some elephant dandruff and a dog of soup uh put some nervous pudding on the side <laughs> you're right yeah you get a pretty good handle on it um yes. he's like cronk from the emperor's new yeah. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah and so you you know so that happens and like road road has this opportunity to reach out to her sister and do that and so for you tag like having seen your mom even though your mom doesn't like do the same Golgari swarm job that you do, uh, you can um, you can improve your relationship because you're like you're down in the undercity, yeah. you're staying with mom, you're going to work every day. I absolutely make sure she sees me like leave while wearing the uniform. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just do like a very sad, like solemn, like guess I'll go to work now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she, yeah, she's like she's pretty. She's she's like your mom is. Pretty like unemotional, pretty cold. You have to be to be the kind of badass assassin that she was. Um, but but you know you know uh, you can read her right. You know when she's happy and like she's just like she makes a lot of. Uh, there's a lot of complaints about having you around. How you're like she's always tripping over you and like yeah. you know like you're leaving your mess all over the place. But she's she's happy to have you around. Uh, yeah. And and honestly, like just to keep an eye on you, like because when you're not yeah. here, you're out blowing up Boros <laughs> depots and stuff. So she's she's happy to have you underfoot. Oh, hopefully um, she didn't hear about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she. I think she just, she's one of those moms where like, I don't know if anybody else's mom is like this, but shortly after I moved away from home, any time that my mom would see anything like bad on the news about the place where I was living, she would have to like call or email me and be like, I saw this horrible thing happen. And I'm like, mom, it's, <laughs> it's a big city I live in. I don't, I was nowhere near that. Like, I just want to make sure you're okay. I'm like, it's Fine, I'm good. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah, Tack, let's have you roll uh what what skill do you use to to do work? Is it just like athletics? Like you're just like oh, lugging stuff around or oh, Lord. um let me look out of the ones that I have. Yeah, uh, the suggestion the suggestion in the book for work is uh there's a list that makes suggestions, but I think like whatever. But so it says uh athletics, acrobatics, intelligence with a set of tools. Uh, performance or charisma with a musical instrument, but I think if you can justify the skill, it's yeah. it's fine. I think with all of these, like probably, 
I don't want to say sleight of hand because that may, that implies that it's sneaky, but like just being able to quickly process a body yeah. with your hands, like an assembly line. Yeah, I mean, I think sleight of hand is fine yeah. when when like just because it's like so hand is, eye coordination. Yeah, what is tax job exactly? Are you like a <laughs> corpse dentist or like what do you <laughs> what do you do exactly? So the Golgari the the at the Golgari at large is responsible for maintaining the um the basic like food supply for the city, right? Everybody in Ravnica yeah. eats because Ravnica is so good at recycling the massive amount of waste, including mm-hmm. dead bodies uh, that uh, they do. Now they do a bunch of other stuff, but I feel like Tack would want to, you know, interact I, with I corpses. I assume because, yeah, I, think, I assume because Tack is small and can't lift a lot of things anyway, yeah. that it has to do with um, cleaning the body. So like taking hair, teeth, and fingernails off of the body. Fun. So that it can be processed, which always irritated me about Sweeney Todd because it wouldn't smell that bad when you cook it if you'd taken the nails and like cleaned out the bones and everything. Some people just have no so, idea how to write good. They want to go through the fast corpse way. processing fiction. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, that so, makes sense. Yeah. So you you have this kind of like uh, the the fine detail work in in yeah. So you belong to a. Uh, like a crew of of corpse processors, and that is your job uh, among them. Yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah, make a make a sleight of hand check. Yay! And we'll see how much money you make. Don't screw this up, Tack. All right, everybody made 14, uh, 14 Yeah, gold. I got an eighteen. Okay. It's like the first time we ever consistently rolled well as a team. Yeah, yeah. Everybody rolled yeah, great. <laughs> Turns out when you I, get to roll your best skill, sometimes it works out. Sometimes, very few times. It's like when I'm not doing anything illegal, I can be a, a reasonable citizen. Oh, you know what? You know what else we should do too? Um, not only are you rewarded for uh for the 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 time that you spend, um, but I'll give you uh I'll give you all rep with uh the various uh factions. So Tack and Road, uh, make a note somewhere that you have one uh I think it's called reputation. Um but you have one one point of whatever it is. Renown. That's just one renown with your guild. So, Tack, you get a Golgari renown, and Road, you get a, uh, a Simic renown. And then Winnegar, uh, I'm going to make the the business its own separate faction. So, make a note that you have uh, made Cafe renown of one right now. Nice. Okay. Oh my cool. God, by the end, Winnegar's going to own the made Cafe. Right? Well, and you get you get benefits. So, so the the actual supplement, the Guildmaster's Guide, has specific stuff that you can get as you go up in ranks with uh, with the various the various guilds. So you 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 become more important to the guild, and you get more access to it and stuff. But uh, also, the cafe is its own place, so you know you can make it better and add on to it and uh, do that kind of stuff. So, is it yeah. cool if we put it in like class resources? Yeah, I'm not sure where you're going to be tracking renown for multiple potentially multiple factions. Oh, yeah. So okay, I'll use okay. Torgor's character sheet as a as an opportunity. So if you go to the um, bio under allies and organizations, you can track your your renown. Oh, there. good idea. Yeah, because there's a bunch of big boxes in that section. Cool. Okay. All right. So plus one cafe renown. And then plus one guild renown for the other two. <clears throat> okay, cool. And I think the first time that you rank up on renown is at three, maybe. Um, I'll uh, I'll check that. I'll put it on my homework list and see because you can level that up as well. Um, cool. Okay, so a week goes by. And uh, you don't get any, like, the, the rose isn't, like, 
hassling you for a report yet because a week isn't like too long. But if you were to take a couple more weeks, you'd probably be like, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. What's going on? Um, and uh, yeah, and so you uh, you make some money and you have your uh, your ticket. You're contacted basically to let you know that your, your robes and your tearaway police uniform <laughs> are, are ready. Um, and uh, yeah, and you can you can go and, and collect. So I think I don't think there's any reason to to kind of drag that out. I think you have them. I think you can spend it and and you have your thing. So uh, everybody's what chipping in ten. Yep. Okay. So tack. Uh. So tack you tack you have. Did you want it? Um, did you want it to be uh like what what kind of outfit was it like um like an arrestor outfit? Is it a uh, like a lawyer robe thing? Um. Let's say. Ooh. Yeah, let's say that it is, it's not an arrestor. It's definitely okay. like law student. So there's like, like a tie on it. And there's like a big like school badge on it, a comically big school badge because it's obviously a costume. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I dig it. Okay. Um, I think, yeah, I think that what's, what's, what's cool too is that like you... Yeah, you have these you have these like fake outfits uh for like a paralegal's uniform or whatever. And is that the same for you, Winnegar? Like you're both you're both kind of like student uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty low, low on the um on the ladder. I like it. I like it. Okay. Excellent. Okay. So you uh you have um you have these these outfits, you have your disguise. Uh what do you wanna do now? I guess we're gonna go on. O- Can we get gelato first? <laughs> Rhodes, you've been putting this off way too long. Okay, we're meeting your sister, and I don't know if you're you're afraid she's gonna be embarrassed of you or you're embarrassed of us. But either way, we're gonna meet your sister. We're gonna bamboozle her, and we gotta finish this job. I imagine we're right outside her apartment, like. <laughs> Oh. I mean, you're 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 certainly on your way. Um, there is there is something I want I wanted to to have you kind of run into as you uh, as you're on your way there. Um, Perfect. So you can you can be debating the the gelato situation, but as you head north from from Plaza South, uh, you um, you pass by the Chamber of the Guild Pact. Uh, the Chamber of the Guild Pact is a an ancient and and sacred place in Ravnica, uh, symbolizing the alliance of the of the various guilds. And their efforts to um, to work together uh, under the magic of the Guild Pact to uh, to improve the lives of uh, of Ravnikans. And normally, it's kind of like a tourist location. People will stop and look at it, and you know, be able to say like, "Oh, we went to the the precinct one, and we saw the thing, and whatever." But today, there is a um, there is somebody standing outside. You can hear you can hear them uh, them shouting. They're standing on a box that they have obviously brought with them. Uh, they're wearing long kind of like ratty mismatched like blue blue robes um they have uh he has he's shaved his head and he's painted a big blue eye on his forehead and he's holding a sign and on it it says planeswalkers are real uh planeswalkers has to be planes dash walkers because it's not big enough to fit on the sign uh and he's holding it and he's like shouting at passersby uh like uh, and he, he he's yelling at one one person as you kind of like get within hearing range, uh, and he's uh, he's like, "That's right, that's right. There are great and terrible magicians who who live in in the plains above us. 
and they use their magic to influence and infiltrate our society. Every one of the guilds has been infiltrated by these terrible creatures, planeswalkers. They're real. Don't, don't believe the lies the Azorius Senate tells you. And uh, you can see on the other side of the of the, the plaza, um, you can see that there are uh, there are a group of arresters like on their way to take this guy away. Um, yeah, and there's people gathered around. Nobody's really listening to him, but there are some tourists like taking photos of the weirdo. And there's there's a couple of people who are just like laughing at this guy. Um, and uh, yeah, and he's just like wide eyed, like pointing at people, like no, don't don't believe their lies. They're real. They're real. I've seen them. <laughs> Which so is just ridiculous, there, but yeah. There is a, a, a gentleman in Chicago uh, who hangs out outside the old, you know what I'm talking about? The, uh, he has like a microphone and everything. And I remember him from one, like 15 years ago. This guy is always on the corner and like he's hustling because he's selling pamphlets or whatever. Mm-hmm. But his entire shtick is, uh, oh God, what is it? It's like, you might not get into heaven. So all of his sentences begin with, you might not get into heaven. So mm-hmm. he's just like, you might not get into heaven smoking them marijuana cigarettes. It's like, <laughs> it's not a sure thing. So he keeps saying like, they're not, that's how he ends every sentence right. too. Not a sure thing. Sure. Uh, and that's who I'm picturing uh, when I'm Perfect. listening to this guy. <laughs> yeah, now you, the funny thing is, is that you know that he's right. Uh, yeah. The group of you are among a very small uh, group of individuals in Ravnica who know that this seeming uh, madman is actually telling the truth. Now, he may also be, uh, a you know, a madman, but yeah, there are there are powerful entities that are manipulating the destiny of the people of Ravnica. Um, but you have the common sense to keep that madness quiet. Whereas this guy is just like out in the guild pack and he's just like, they're, they're going to they're gonna destroy Ravnica. They're going to take it away from us. It's, it's inevitable. They're coming. And uh, yeah, and you see, you see the cops coming and everybody kind of in the crowd is like, oh, here we go. This is what we were waiting for. We're waiting for this guy to get beat up and dragged <laughs> off. Um, and so, yeah, there, there's, um, uh, there's a, a, a minotaur uh, arrester. There's a law mage. And you notice Winnegar, that they are accompanied by, um, you can't tell at a glance whether it's a creature or something. Make, a, make an arcana check, and then I'll use that to, to determine how much information to give you when I describe this thing. It's moving real slow for me. Yeah, that's all right. There it is. Oh, damn. <laughs> a 21, so you get a crit, and just for fun, your backup die is a 20. So nice, good. <laughs> you do great. You recognize this. So you've never seen this specific kind of thing, but it's an it's um, an ornithopter of some kind, but it's way smaller and way like slicker than you're used to seeing, right? When when the is it makes something, it tends to be all crackling with lightning and you know it's, it's internal stuff, it's combustion engine is visible. But this thing almost has like a like a um an organic look to it like it's it's very smooth um it's uh it's like a a teardrop of quicksilver with a blue kind of gem on one end and it doesn't seem to be flying by means of propellers or like it's just sort of floating uh through the air uh and it's accompanying these these azorius now the azorius senate doesn't have access to like they there's no way they could have made something this like cool themselves uh it definitely stands out to you um and as they 
its purpose? Do I know what it does? Or um, yeah, it it appears to be some kind of surveillance ornithopter. Um, oh, okay. as it as it walks, you can see like a faint blue kind of fan of of light, essentially like a blue like laser. And it's like scanning people uh, as uh, as the um, as the arresters like walk towards this this guy. Gotcha. Um, so I turn to Rhodes and Tack and be like. Um, hey, I think they're like scanning people. Um, I don't know if we have records or if any there's anything, but we would be um good to distance ourselves from you know this guy over here. All right, then let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You can you can keep your distance. Um, because they're they're very much focused on this guy. Once they get into the um, they get into the the plaza. You can tell that this is a. This is a theater that has uh, had repeat performances, right? They're like, listen, man, we told you last week you can't be out here saying this stuff. And he's just like, lies, lies from liars. <laughs> and like pointing at them like, look, look, they're here to oppress me. And and they're just like, all right, man, you got to get down off that box and like drag him down. <laughs> and he's screaming like, see, it's proof. They're tools, tools of the planeswalkers. <laughs> like, okay, man. Um, but this time is a little bit different. This time, when he starts to he starts to resist, and the the officers are kind of rolling their eyes, the the law mage who's standing a little bit back uh, is holding some kind of like control rod or something. It's made of the same silver material. Uh, they they press a button on it, and the the ornithopter floats down in front of this guy and kind of beams him in the face with this blue light. Just goes and like scans over his face, and he just kind of goes limp. Like he's not unconscious, but he just like just relaxes completely, and. Uh, the the arresters look back at the law mage like, yeah, this is so much easier. Like they're you can tell, and, and this is great that you got that crit, uh, Carlos. You can tell that like this is a test run. They haven't seen it in action before, but they, they have the look of someone who has promised something that will make their job easier, and now they're seeing it in action. And they're just like, ah, yeah, this is so much easier. He didn't bite anybody, there's no spitting. And like they just take, they just take the dude away. Uh, and there's a lot of no one in the in the the uh, the collected audience seems to have noticed the unsettling kind of like zapping this guy got. They're just happy that like everything the 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 pantomime played out the way they expected. They're like, "Yep, good. The crazy guy's getting dragged away. The arresters did their job. It happened quick, and nobody got hurt, and everything is great." And so there's like a lot of like nodding and sort of congratulatory looks towards the arresters as they they take this this profit away. They definitely, no one notices you. You are able to slip through the crowd uh, unnoticed to Plaza Avenue and um, out, to the, uh, out to the Plaza District. What the crap was that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm, I'm nauseous. They just sent that little whirly gig thing over there and, and it just uh, like totally took him out. Am I the only one concerned That's with this bad. type of technology? <laughs> no, no, there's an incredible concern here. I'm actually more I'm... concerned because you two are concerned. <laughs> like I right? wasn't worried before, but now you're worried. Yeah, now I'm worried. Watching the two of you because you're like science people. So if you think it's bad, it's probably bad. Yeah, it looks super bad. That's some thought police like stuff. <gasps> what yeah, if we got one? <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that would be cool, Tech, but like, See? the fact that this is, we just found out that this thing exists, okay? I don't, I mean, we barely got clothes, Tech. So we should, we should find out where they live and then take it, right? Well, I mean, one thing I'm at a here. time. That thing is over. This is a new thing. 
I, that thing isn't over. We have to do stuff with it. Like, like what? Oh, what if we did it and then we used it on uh, Road Sister no. and then she'd help us? No. no. Okay, then we use it. Okay, no. Okay, I'll, I'll think this over. Yeah, <laughs> let that one simmer a little bit, Tack. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm the asshole. Sorry. <laughs> Whoa! Tack! <laughs> We're just, we're just, we're not, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to get into this right now. I'm not going to unpack it. Can't even unpack it right now. Yeah. (laughs) There's like a guy floating, like being taken away, like right in back of me. Yeah, exactly. Right behind you. 1984 is playing out. Yeah. Yeah, So this is, this is different. So like the Azorius, the Azorius Senate, their job has always been to maintain law and order. And they, to varying degrees have, have used tactics, but the, the impression that you get is they are, to, to use D&D's parlance, they're still lawful good for the most part, right? This isn't a, uh, a law organization. They're, they're still kind of hopeful, right? Uh, yeah. Previously, this, this isn't like they're, they just are doing like the common good, but really they're bad guys. Like the Azorius really believe that law and order is the way to go and that they're doing the best thing for the people of Ravnica. Um, but combining, yeah, this new, this new thing that you saw and then wrote some of the the tones of your sister's letters, something seems to be changing in the Azoria Senate. Um, and uh, yeah, being around so many of them, there is a, an unease, I think, that you can feel in this, this district uh, that maybe wasn't here before. Uh, and that's a great time to arrive in front of the police station. So, <laughs> so you, yeah, you find yourselves uh, outside a, um, an Azorius, uh, like a precinct guardhouse, uh, a barracks. So it's a place where the uh, Azorius Senate would have their, uh, it's like an arrestor station. So it's where they, the cops work, um, where they can, they can stay if they're in the middle of a job. Um, and it acts as sort of like uh, an embassy and like a cop box. And uh, there's probably like jail cells and stuff here as well. And this is the, um, this is the precinct uh, in which your, uh, your sister uh, works road okay you too so when when she asks why you want to work under Zlatek, what are you going to say oh what do you think she would buy what 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 nearly what nothing you, nothing <laughs> nothing roads we're at the front door nothing yeah you gotta tell us this before we paid money for this stuff <laughs> roads <laughs> I put on a uniform. Yeah, yeah you're slang. You're currently you currently look very very different than usual. You got the funny hat and the robes and but however, when you're, uh, people are doing this thing to you in in this pleasant hour, when they see you dressed like this, you're getting these kind of like polite nods. These like oh hello, like little tip of the hat, like yeah, it's very unusual. Tack, it's happening to you too, uh, maybe Ooh. to a lesser degree. But yeah, you're being treated like respectful, like respected citizens. Knowledge. Some guy opened the door for Tack a second ago. <laughs> and all it took was tear away, tear away pants. You know? <laughs> no one knows the grim secret of your uniform yet, Tack, but we're all waiting to see it happen. Soon. <laughs> um, just like if you have like a thing that he's done that you think is good. Um, I don't know. Just say you hate Rakdos or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rhodes, why are you so nervous? You being nervous is making me nervous right now. I'm, I, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this isn't, this is not, 
if you thought if you thought that if you thought that and I gesture at tech if you thought that was bad if you thought them fighting was bad last week I have no I have no idea I have no I have no idea oh you people in your families is okay <laughs> um those is that well what's okay so can I roll something or what I know like what are some of uh like what's one of the uh, schools or prestigious schools that I might be graduating from that I can pretend? Um, yeah. Or- yeah, sure. Totally. Um, so you want to, you want to know, like you, you want a proper, you want a proper noun to be able to fill in when, yeah. when you're, yeah, to help build your story. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Make a, make a religion check. Okay. Oh God, my religion is really bad, guys. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not bad. You get twelve. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So you you remember uh you remember the the name of like a, a school. I don't have like a specific name, so you can make one yeah. up if you want. Um, Phoenix okay. University, probably it's a Big Ten school. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Phoenix. I don't know. What's great about that is that it's you could there could definitely be a Phoenix University. It's just not the Phoenix that you think it is. Okay. This world. (laughs) Okay. So Phoenix University, it's a law school uh, in Ravnica. Okay, cool. So we're gonna be graduating. We're looking for some type of internship and you know, we since your sister is, you know, law and order-ish, maybe she has an inside tip. Yeah. 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 No, we'll do that. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll Rhodes, you are so unsure of yourself right now. It is scaring me. Uh, yeah, I uh, wonder. We'll do it. I wonder. Do you wanna can you Winnegar, can you make a make an inside check? Oh yeah. Like, well, yeah, because that's that's a good point. Like, what is the deal here? Because Road seems totally normally. Road is is you know like pretty cool. Confident. Yeah, yeah. But this seems to be something. There's something going on. Okay. Um. So Road, Road, what what do you think Winnegar would notice with an eleven on insight? Like, what do you what uh, do you think deep, that he would pick up? Deep discomfort <laughs> and anxiety. Um. And I I, I think that like what he's perhaps picking up most on is like genuine like worry like like there's it's not just like it's not like an ego thing it's just legitimately fretting about how the next encounter is gonna go down more so like than she's seemed in a fight even like <laughs> we, we've been near death and she did not so you're more as you, worried right you're more <laughs> afraid of whatever's gonna happen in this in this uh arrestor station than yeah. being stabbed to death by like Boros soldiers. Right. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. It's a very deep-seated fear. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, how about this? How, how about this for a good cut? This is a good cover story. Um, you, we go in, me and Tack, we go in thinking that um, um, we want to work in the private sector, but you think we're so good that we should be, we should uh, learn from like one of the best, like public defenders or public uh, prosecutors um, out there, right? You're trying to get us to convert. So that puts you and your sister on the same team to like talk to us, to convince us. 
Okay. 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 Right. Okay. So from private to public sector, I know what that means. So that's. Oh yeah, you do know what that means. Why are you writing it down? Don't put it on your hand, Rhodes. (laughs) Why are you so? You're so nervous. I love. I really love the inversion in this scene where where Winnegar's like, "You're doing my job. I'm the one that's supposed to be losing it." <laughs> My niche protection. <laughs> I can't be the smartest one in the group right now, okay? We almost did time cop an hour ago. You're, you're having the exact same response that like the party wizard would have if suddenly the the fighter was like, I fireball him. You're like, what? No, that's mine. What are you doing? <laughs> I love it. That's great. Great. <laughs> So we'll just, you know, it'll be, we'll, it'll be, uh, we'll make it up as we go. Some, one of the many options we've discussed is okay. the thing we'll That's say. the best part of this, uh, this plan. Oh. I'm okay. on board. Let, well, let's, let's take our shot. Uh, and uh, Winnegar goes to go into the build. Someone's already holding the door for him. There. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this, we, we come into a, uh, now, normally, this would be the time where I could bust out all of the, like, you know, uh, L.A. confidential, like, noir tropes about, um, uh, you know, about a uh, uh, the police station here and then fantasy it up. But this is a different kind of police station because it's in the nice part of town, right? This is like a Beverly Hills police station and not like a central L.A. police station. So there's not a lot of bustle. And everyone here probably sees this as a a fairly nice job if you don't want to have to like risk your butt too much. Um, You know, we don't see people in the waiting room, like waiting to get like processed. There's not like a guy at the desk, like get your hands off me, you filthy cop. Like none of that. It's just like clean. The Azorius uh, sigil is, is uh, it's big, like, crystal and and marble um, sign that's posted right when you come inside. It's probably donated by some rich benefactor. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a there is a front desk uh, when you when you walk in, uh, and there is a uh, there is a human uh, woman uh, at the desk, and she's got a big like ledger in front of her, and she's just like finishing up some paperwork. Uh, she sees the three of you come in, and you see she has this brief flash of like curiosity on her face before she just goes back to doing what she was doing. Great. Um. Okay. <sighs> Okay, I approach the desk. Okay. Um, and I set my hands on top of it, and I lean in and I say, "Hi, good. What day? What time of day is it? Good morning. <laughs> good. It's the morning, Rhodes." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Hello." You look out the window. It's good morning. Good morning. It's the morning time. Hello there. Welcome to me. Uh, good morning. I'm I'm here to see. I'm here to see uh, Triska. Do you? And Do you she, know which one? yeah, she she looks down at you and your friends, uh, and then now she's looking at you like, well, who the fuck are you? But she looks at Tack and Winnegar like, oh, hello, like you're obviously important and relevant. Like I see you are wearing the outfit of people that I should respect, um, but I don't know who this simic hybrid is. Um, but she yeah, so but she puts on a, a polite. She does the emotional labor, puts on the polite smile, and uh, and she uh, she says. Um, is Detective Triska expecting you? Yes. And she, 
Is that a lie or have you arranged this meeting? It's not specifically arranged for this point in time. Right. So she wouldn't find any record of that. Okay. Okay. So she, uh, she says, um, I think she's in her office upstairs. Let me, um, what did you say your name was? I'm her sister. Will you just go tell her that her sister is here? Oh, your road. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And she, she pulls a piece of paper off the little pile of paper that she has and she dips her, uh, her pen in, in the ink and she, she writes something on a piece of paper and she rolls it up. She puts it in a little glass tube and she boom, fires it into the, the little pneumatic tube uh, behind her. And, uh, and she says, uh, go on and have a seat over there. And she, she points and there are two um, just beautiful uh, wooden like mahogany benches uh, in the, uh, in the waiting room. And she, she points and she says, uh, just, have a seat over there. Brilliant. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Immediately turns around and goes and sits. Okay. All right. So yeah, you go and uh, and sit down over there. The um the wall across from the the benches that you're sitting on has an enormous oil painting uh, of a sphinx. Um, you probably all recognize it because the guild masters are like. It'd be like looking at a picture of like the vice president and not recognizing them. Um, right. It's a it's a picture of Supreme Judge Asperia, uh, an ancient and wise Sphinx who leads the Azorius Senate. So she's like looking visionarily into the future. Her wings of justice spread before a, a you know this this cliff face. She kind of looks like a it's kind of like a oil painting of like Moses with the tablets. Like it's got this gravitas to it. And so you all go and and sit on the uh, on the bench and. You catch, Road, there is a, uh, a court. Um, there's courts on either side of the bench, and one of them uh, empties out. One of them, a case finishes. So the door opens, and a bunch of people come out, some of them in robes, um, and they're talking. And uh, one, of the, uh, one of the lawyers walks past the desk, and you catch the, the girl at desk be like, hey. And the, 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 they stop. The lawyer stops. And you catch <laughs> her like point at you. Uh, and then the, the lawyer's like, Gives a face, and you you see the mouth because you can't hear what they're saying, but you see a mouth like really her, and then there's like nodding, and you can see that your sister has talked about you to her coworkers before. <laughs> Word has kind of gotten around, um, and then uh, as that clears out, as the crowd kind of passes, um, there is a uh, there's another kind of faint thump from the pneumatic tube system, and the uh, the the guard uh, or the the woman at the desk. She leans over and she she says to you, Roach, she's like, your sister's on her way down. Great. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> it is perfect. You're getting exactly what you want. And and I imagine that your heart starts like yeah. pounding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's not long, maybe 30 seconds or so. One of the side doors opens and uh, out, out walks Rhodes' sister. Uh, how much do the two of you look alike? Like Winnegar and, and Tech, do they recognize your sister as being your sister like right away? Yeah, probably. Yes. <laughs> Tech's like, nah, all these elves look the same <laughs> to me. Very similar. <laughs> I mean, she like, first of all, they do all look the same. Second of all, she doesn't look like jellyfish. Right. Yeah. Right. So what you see the is only a. I have. 
Yeah, you see a slightly uh, a slightly older, slightly more hardened, like mostly in the eyes, right? This she's a detective. She she's seen some shit. Um, she's got this kind of hardened effect. She walks um, kind of like chest forward and, and has like very good, like kind of intense posture. Uh, she exudes, I'm a cop. Like she just has cop aura cranked up to 11. Uh, and she walks around like a person who is used to getting, pe- getting what she wants, right? People doing what she says. Um, but she does look like, she does look like, like road. Like you would definitely recognize her. And somebody pointed out in my, in my, my GM prep, um, that if anybody is a fan of the Persona series, anybody played Persona Five, I imagine that that yeah, in this case, Road is uh, Makoto, and then her sister is Sai, right? So like, she's got this kind of like together look. It's like looking at an alternate universe version of Road, um, who kind of has her life together. Where she had her life together. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> and so uh, she comes down, and she's got. Uh, because she's a fantasy cop, she's got like a wand in a holster uh, on her belt. Uh, she carries, and uh, she has her uniform on. She's not plain clothes, so she's got this like epaulette uh, with like a breastplate thing and like a half cape. Um, she has her her big like Azorius uh, guild badge, um, and she probably has like a ring with the Azorius symbol on it. Uh, and she comes down and she nods to the uh, the the girl at the desk, and then she looks over uh, at the three of you. And the look on her face is complex, I think. Um, Road, if you want to make an insight check, uh, anybody who wants to try to get a read on her can make an insight check. Road, you get yours with advantage because she's your sister. I would love to, but also lounge against the mahogany bench and like, yeah, hey, <laughs> mm-hmm. got 21. Okay, nice. Got- garbage. <laughs> I mean, you got a 12 and not a zero. So that's nice. Okay. All right. So I think that, that, um, Winnegar and, and, uh, tack, you see the surface stuff you see mm-hmm. together, hot you top see confidence. You see just the slightest hint of jackboot, but, but it's subdued. Uh, she, she could, yeah. she's like the kind of person who, uh, you know, you know that she knows how to break your arm if she needs to. Um, oh, yes. but she's also got like a softness to her, right? Like she's used to, to, you know, being around people that she has power over and seems like a responsible wielder of that power road. You see the next layer beneath that where she is just like barely capable of hiding her disappointment in seeing you, but she's also happy to see you, but she doesn't, it's like, she remembers the two of you as kids. She sees you as what you could have been. And so there's like a sad judgmental kind of effect that, that comes over her eyes when she sees you. And she's sort of like, yeah, looks sort of sad. Um, but that, that passes, that washes over her. And it, you, it's the same look she always gives you when you see her. When was the last time you saw your sister? Like in person? <laughs> I would say like on accident. Two years ago. Oh, so you like ran into okay. So this is this is pretty serious. Okay. All right. So yeah, she uh she walks. I think we did Thanksgiving for like a few years. Ah. <laughs> and then it just like yeah. Stopped. Oh god. Go Thanksgiving when you're the only member of your family that isn't a lawyer or a cop <laughs> would just be and they all disapprove of your job. Oh man. You're like, so what is your, what do your kids do? Well, one of my kids is a, a detective, is a serious detective, and the other is a mutant? I don't really know what she does. 
She spliced her DNA with that of a creature of the depths. And I think, but the thing is, you're not the only mutant around, right? It's just you've joined uh, a guild that maybe they don't approve of. Um, Right. So your sister, she sees you and she replaces that with a subdued smile. Mm. And she she says, uh, Rode, I wasn't expecting to, um, to see you. I'm, I mentioned it. Um, I figured I'd stop by. We were in the district. So, and I don't come up here often. So I figured there was no better time. You in the district on guild business? They were up here doing something. I don't know. But you, you, see, you see her realize that she, so she was acting like Tack and Winnegar were not with you. She just assumed that they were hanging out here because people in these robes hang out here all the time. And like, why would you ever know anyone in the Azoria Senate beside her? And so she makes this, she's like, oh, like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm being rude. I didn't, didn't realize these are your friends. She didn't say any of that, but she, the body language is like, oh yeah. And then she, her body language widens a little bit to include the two of you. She takes a half step back, kind of drops her arms. Uh, and she, uh, she says, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize. And she puts a hand out to you, uh, Winnegar, probably first. Uh, and she, uh, she says, um, Detective Triska, Precinct one. And Winnegar's eyes widen because he hasn't thought of a fake name the entire time. Because <laughs> he, he was so prepared. He yeah. was like thinking of the university. Oh, he no. was thinking of like professor's names. He was thinking of like all You know these- your whole backstory, but you haven't finished your name. You're like every D&D character right before the first <laughs> session. You're like, well, uh, you see, I was born in Waterdeep, but I, I was raised uh, in Thay, and I, I'm, I learned to fight at the school of, uh, what's my name? Um, oh, um, Flor- my name is, um, <laughs> uh, um, my friends call me Cuffs. Um, <laughs> my friends call me Cuffs, but uh, it's it's short for um, you know Cuffington. So Ronald Cuffington. <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> she. Uh... She she just keeps the smile on because you know she's good at that, and she she shakes your hand. Uh, and she uh, she says, um, "Well, nice to meet you." And she turns to to Tack, and uh, and she says, uh, and she just puts her hand out. Just Detective Triska. Yeah. Uh, Tack is going to do the only thing they can to think that they can save this situation, which means to drape themselves on Winnegar's arm, uh-huh. and like take her hand and say, "Nobody calls him that." <laughs> <laughs> Well, some people, I mean, I mean, my it's name, my name's Zarek. Uh, he thinks he's being cool, but you can tell he's just a big teddy bear. <laughs> and uh, she says, Zarek, it's nice to meet you. Uh, how do you know my sister? Well, oh it's a long story. Do you have time <laughs> for that right now? Or you do you want to talk about it here? It's there's some serious she, details. Yeah, she uh, she says, um. Uh, well, as comfortable as I'm sure these benches are, uh, it's a nice day. Why don't we take a walk? I'm she on- said we were all getting gelato. Do you want gelato? And yeah, she, she smiles and she says, you know, I know just the place. Come on. 
Tack has seen their mother entertain many a client. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) I I love, I love the idea that like Tack would have had such a weird childhood because like some people are like, yeah, you know, like this is my mom's boyfriend and then, oh, they're not, they're not together anymore. He disappears. But like, definitely your mom has brought people to the house and then murdered them. (laughs) Right. And just like, yeah, Tack, this is your, uh, your uncle corpsey. I mean, uh, uh, Reginald. Yeah. Don't get attached. I, you have think, to I also, mean, you think that she processed the bodies by herself? Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah. Also, I can imagine like in Tech's teenage years, uh, just like wanting to be rude and her mother still correcting her and be like, what does it even matter? We're going to kill him in a minute. And the guy's just like, we're going to, what? And then your mom has to kill him all messy, a big fight in the kitchen. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. So if you, if you want, like the, the, we, we can transition to a scene where the, the four of you are just taking like a nice stroll down the, down the piazza, right? Like it's, it's, as she said, it's a beautiful day. Um, so say the sun is shining, but I don't really know what the sun situation is in Ravnica. It's bright out. Um, so yeah, there's 27 suns, uh, yeah. and, uh, yeah, they, they orbit at a low, you have to duck to avoid them. It's like Mario three, um, <laughs> just keep swooping at you. Uh, no, so it's, it's like a pleasant day. Uh, there's, there's very, obviously there's no rain, but that never happens. There's very little rain. There's none right now. Um, and lots of people are out enjoying, uh, a um, like a lunch break, essentially uh, an early lunch in the in the sunshine, in between court cases or research or whatever. So there's lots of people that look like you around, um, and it's clear to you that even on the brief walk uh, in the area of the uh, of the district, that your sister, uh, the Triska, is a well known lady around here. Uh, lots of people, uh, other uh, arresters, members of the the judicial process. There's lots of like nods, some waves, some like officer. Um, but she's like a respected, uh, a respected detective. Um, but she doesn't want, she doesn't talk about any of that. She doesn't talk about herself. She turns the conversation as you're walking, we fade to the, the talk. She turns the conversation to you, Rode. Uh, and she, uh, I, I assume it is a battle of us trying to make the conversation about each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so she, uh, she's yeah. So she, she's like, um, God, you know, it's, it's been so long. Did you, did you change your hair? But when she says hair, she's looking at like the discoloration on the like transparent part of your skin. Like hair is the stand-in for like, do you look more like a jellyfish than the last time I saw you, you fucking weirdo? Oh, I'm good. <laughs> um, everyone's like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, got it. Got got a bob, I guess. That's that's new. Uh, you get that corner office you were you were looking for? She is. Uh, she says, yeah, no, it looks good on you. It's an improvement, I think. Mm, no, no, I, I've been thinking about transferring. Like I said in my letter, you know, it's a nice neighborhood. She gestures around, but um, I just think I can do more good somewhere else. There's a lot going on with the, the gruel. Uh, we've been hearing things from some of the rubble belts, but uh, yeah, it's hard to get a transfer, you know, even in that direction. Well, it looks like they're trying to make jobs here obsolete anyways we saw that weird contraption thing and just take a guy out what what do you know what that was cuff what we saw it <laughs> yeah when because you yeah you're like i want to talk about this but i don't have any expertise on these things and so you kind of turn to winnegar and she yeah. she, uh, makes, she makes a face like she's interested in hearing more about what you know 
Well, I don't exactly know what it was, but um, I believe someone in in the crowd said it uh, resembled a uh, orna orna uh, crop. I don't know the exact words. I'm just a law student. Um, <laughs> I'm just a law student. I don't know anything about these kinds of things because that's not me. That was someone else that I'm not pretending to be. <laughs> yeah. So um, make a... One of the two of you make a persuasion check uh, with advantage because you're kind of like both going in on her. I want to see if she will reveal what she knows or whether she keeps to herself. What's your persuasion? My persuasion? Yeah. It's a three. Okay, then you do it. Okay. <laughs> Zero. Okay, let me see the DC for this. Um, so yeah, persuasion check. Let's say uh, DC 12. Mm-hmm. And you have advantage. So close. Oh, no. Okay, Okay. so here's what you see. She knows what you're talking about, but for whatever reason is unwilling to talk about it. And she she says, uh, oh, you know, uh, different different precincts. They have their own magic, their own techniques. I don't know. I don't get to do a lot of arresting these days. It's mostly paperwork, processing court cases, passing people along to the prosecutors. You know, some people, people with families and children, they'd appreciate a job like this, but, you know, it's it's not time for me yet. I want more time on the streets. Nobody tells me anything around here, which is like flat out straight up a lie. She knows exactly the thing you're talking about, but she's trying to deflect and talk about something else so she doesn't have to say anything else. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so no home life then? Well, you know how it is. It's a miracle that mom and dad ever ever met in the first place. I mean, once mom left the Simic, it was easier. A lot of people end up getting married to people they work with, but you know, to be honest, these courtroom cops, I just don't get me, you know? I've been thinking about trying to make some contacts with the Wojek. Now the the Boros, they're they're a lot to handle, but you know, they get things done. Anyway, and she she gestures, and you you're, you find yourself standing outside this this gelato place. So there's like kids sitting around eating enormous cones of sugary gelato. Um, you see a um, uh, a couple of humans and a um, and an elven kid like playing tag outside. You see tired looking parents kind of sitting at tables, keeping like half an eye on their kids. Uh, and inside, uh, the the unmistakable and delicious smell of waffle cone drifts mm. out into the street. Uh, tack, your mouth is immediately flooded with saliva. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tack immediately looks up at Cuffs. It's like, uh, it's your turn to pay, babe. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we should, yeah, I'll definitely pay. It's a good thing we always go splitsies on everything. Uh, what do you want on your half of the gelato? <laughs> <laughs> so frugal. Such frugality. That's what I love about him. Yeah. Just put whatever you want on it, babe. Yeah, well, I'm not going to get gummy bears because we can get gummy bears anywhere. Uh, what we should well, we get... We can't get gummy bears on gelato anywhere. Yeah, we can. No, what are you talking can't. about? 
specifically a gelato place. Oh my god! So the two of you are like like having this <laughs> this this fight as you walk into the gelato place. And Rode, you're left you're left outside uh, with your your sister. And I think when your friends are out of earshot, uh, she she turns to you and uh, she puts on like serious face, and she uh, she says. Um, you and your lawyer friends didn't come and see me just because you missed me. Rode, be serious. You need something. Are you in some kind of trouble? I'm and in I- trouble. Why, why do you assume that I, have, I am in trouble? I've, actually, if you think of it, if you roll the tapes, if you roll the tapes, I've never once been into trouble and come to you. So why do you think I do that now? You see her face, and I think the I think like the closing shot of the episode is just your sister looking at you like you are so full of shit right now. <laughs> and so she just gives you this look like uh huh, and we can hear in the background Tack and and Winninger like arguing and like the kids running around, and we 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 fade out on that to uh, to credits. Ooh, so that's it. That's our episode. I love. I gotta say, like I really like, and I'm really enjoying the the kind of like slice of lifiness that we're adding to the, to the game, like getting to meet the characters, siblings and like learning about their moms and stuff and their friends. Like, I, I love it. I love games that are NPC heavy. So thank you for indulging me and giving me these, these yeah. fun characters to play with. Um, yeah. I'm just like, I'm so excited. I like, I have such good ideas about all of these characters and it's so fun to get to play like people that make road squirm like that. I hope I'm doing a good job with your overbearing older sister. Oh God, she's so scary. She's just as scary as I thought she'd be. Good. Uh, Perfect. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm living up I'm, to. Uh, I'm living like hiking. Like this is very much just like I'm sweating right now. Just... <laughs> I'm going to try. So I'm going to try to find uh, some, um, some of the like card art for some of the things that I, uh, I've referenced this, the little ornithopter there is, there's a card somewhere in the in allegiance for this thing, so I'll try to find it and, and throw it into uh, throw it into our world twenty so you guys can see it uh, next time. Um, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's our episode for this week. Um, awesome. Normally, I would start with the big minotaur over here, but just look at his handsome face for a moment. <laughs> All right, we're good. Uh, TK, TK, why don't you why don't you start us off for for shoutouts today? It's me. It's TK. I am stressed out and made the decision that whatever Job from Arrested Development would do in this situation, Tack is going to do. <laughs> I, I am actually regretting it a little, but not as yeah. much as I thought I would. Right, right. The goblin in the $3,000 robes. Right. Good. I like it. It's like every, every frame is Tack's face being like, I made a huge mistake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm TK. I write spooky stories on the internet. If you like them, you can read them at tkjwrites.com or you can follow me on Twitter, TK Joins the Fray. I'm in a lot of streamed games. Um, and you can see the schedule for that on my pinned tweet thread. And that's great too. And if you want to see me be a dungeon master and make other people as uncomfortable as I am right now, then you can. Friday <laughs> nights at 6 p.m. Pacific which I think is, what, is three hours? Okay, yes, Pacific time <laughs> for Tales from the Mists, which is a spooky campaign set in Ravenloft, and you'll like it. Um, that's it. Buy my book. Goodbye. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I can, I can second that. Uh, Tales from the Mists is very cool. Uh, go check TK stuff out. Uh, also, speaking of very cool, down there, it's Winnegar. Carlos, where can people find you on the internet? Hey, yeah. My name is Carlos Luna. You can find me on all social media under Carlos Critz. 
Uh, you can find me on Sundays at, God, what time? I, noon Central Standard Time on this Twitch channel for Rivals of Waterdeep. Um, we will not be on this Sunday, but the following Sunday we will be at PAX East having our Season 3 finale uh, in the streaming room. I don't know which room that is, or and I don't know what time it is. Uh, I think it's <laughs> time. Sometime, <laughs> somewhere, you can find so, the Rivals of yeah. Waterdeep. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a late show. Uh, might be like 9 p.m. Eastern. I don't know. All these <laughs> time zones are very confusing. Thankfully, PAX, uh, has, PAX has its own complex schedule that you can use to find it. Yeah, you'll figure it out. I have faith in all of you. I'm pretty uh, sure we'll host it here anyway. Yeah. So, it's yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can also find me on my show, The Dungeon Rats, uh, every other Tuesday on Twitch. Um, just look up The Dungeon Rats. You can also find us in podcast form. We take uh, listener suggestions and we weave it into our campaign. We also go back and add music and sound effects into each episode. So it's a lot of fun. Cool. Thanks, Carlos. I'm so glad we're back. Uh, and uh, last, last but not least, uh, my my torture victim for today's episode. Thank you, Katie, for for being oh, a good sport. I loved it so. Much. Where can where can we uh, find you when you're not here being traumatized by me? When I'm not here being tormented, you can find me on Twitter at okkatiemay. Uh, and then if you are in Chicago around this weekend, again, you can see me 10 a.m. And Saturday at the Cards Against Humanity Comedy Theater, I'll be doing D&D with puppets. Everyone's going to lose their minds. Um, or I'm going to be at booth 1050 at the Rook and the Raven. And if you come say hi to me, I might hook you up with a pin or some dice. Who knows? Uh, so you can come say, say that Jason Bellerin sent you and I'll know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. That's a, good, that's a good way to get yourself like, t- like tendrilled. <laughs> Yeah, um, but besides that, I'm just here on the internet. Oh, come check out my podcast, Dungeons Dice and Everything Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's it's me and four other lovely women uh, coming in a butcher shop. So that's what we're up to. Nice, cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's it for that's it for our episode. Thank you so much for coming, everybody. Uh, thanks to D and D for having us in their house, and thanks to the Magic Team for letting me traipse around their universe. Uh, you can find more of me doing the GM thing uh, every Monday right here at uh, 1 o'clock where we do Roll20 Presents Dungeon of the Mad Mage. So if you're looking for a fairly goofy funhouse adventure uh, or you want to take a look at uh, Dungeon of the Mad Mage in uh, in Roll20, you can find that uh, every week right there. We do VODs on Tuesdays. If you missed any of this episode or you just want to hear it again, uh, you can find it on our YouTube channel on MS Roll20. It'll be live tomorrow, uh, along with the podcast version, which you can find wherever podcasts are available to you. Um, So thank you for coming, players. Thank you for being excellent, and we will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.